0: Welcome to Simon & Whiten, the podcast at the crossroads of media, business, and politics. I'm Christian Whiten, joined as always by Mark Simon. Mark, say hello, please.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: All right, well, a uh, big news day. Jeff Zucker is out at CNN. He resigned after failing to disclose a relationship with another senior executive at CNN. Uh, she incidentally is not leaving the company. Her name is Allison Gallist, I believe is how it's pronounced, the executive vice president, chief marketing officer for CNN World Live. Uh, the clincher is that she used to be a communications director. For the now former governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, uh, i.e., the person who's the brother of the former CNN talent, who Zucker was uh, criticized for, basically allowing to turn the network into a, um, uh, a propaganda organ for 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 the Cuomos. Uh, you know, Zucker destroyed CNN's credibility and ratings during his tenure. It ended 2021 with just under 600,000. Average viewers, only 120,000 of those were in the demo, uh, that put it at 31st place among cable stations. Um, previously, Zucker was uh, the president of. Well, he's the president of CNN from 2013 to now. That's a long tenure. Uh, that came after failing up at NBC. There, liberal columnist for the New York Times, Maureen Dowd, wrote that Zucker is a case study in the most destructive media executive ever to exist. You'd have to tell me. Who else has taken a once great network and literally destroyed it? So um, I don't know. This is an interesting story. It's interesting that he's out, but she's not. Uh, I wonder if ratings actually and and sort of the the finalization of the uh, spinoff with Discovery and AT&T played a role in this. What do you make of everything that's going on,
1: Mark? I think it's a complete failure for the shareholders all the way around. Everybody knew this relationship was going on. That's why when you look back, Radar is now admitting they've been working on this for close to six months, seven months. Everybody knows about it. The senior executives at the discovery network have to some explaining to do. There's no way that you're doing your due diligence. Smart people are sitting in the room and they have not figured out that these two are getting together. Okay. And that means she's basically not being held accountable because she's sleeping with the boss. They have this public relationship. I just read something the other day. I mean, just not today. I just read something this morning that basically said, nobody brought it up because they were afraid because... He was such a vengeful person. What kind of corporate governance do you have where someone can behave like that? Let me let me contrast this with actually a well-run company. It's called Boeing. Why is Boeing a well-run company? Because Boeing puts things in the air that flies <laughs> people around. And if you don't have a well-run company, it crashes, kills people, and everybody goes to jail. Okay, so you can just see the ass clowns that run major media companies now. It's because their product's not a serious product. You can't have serious people. You know, I've, I've worked in a variety of different things, whether it's media and also, you know, running hotels, running, running uh, 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 construction sites. But before that, shipping, I work in places where people can die. And so if you've got somebody who's not competent, you have to get them out because people get hurt. But what we've seen now is once again, the entertainment industry, we saw it at Fox. Of course, they all knew about Ailes. Everybody knew about it. and everybody knew about O'Reilly you know you think O'Reilly paid 23 million dollars cuz he played touchy feely come on something really bad happened there and we know that and that was all set up by the environment and now we've seen that the vaunted CNN the place where women are supposed to be go girl and all that stuff cuz i've been to their office and they've got all this women in media women in this well basically it looks like the way women get ahead in media at, at under Mark, under zucker zucker is the same way they got ahead 40 years ago. It's in a back room. And that's a harsh thing to say, but that's the only way you can come down on this. And she has not resigned. She is not a 26 year old marketing manager or an intern or wow. somebody like that. She is a senior. She makes $4 million a year. Okay. And she's decided she's going to keep her job. No way. She's got to go to she's she's got a responsibility to, at her position to the shareholders and to the other employees. And she failed. And now, you know, why Chris Cuomo got away with what he got away with. Although I don't see how this helps Chris Cuomo in his case. Basically, his argument is the worst thing that could have happened to him oh. is this comes out because he probably could have. Zucker doesn't care if he trashes the network. He'd probably wrote Cuomo a check for 10 million dollars just to get rid of.
0: Right, right, right. No, I agree entirely. You're right. The governance is just out of control. I wonder, though, what do you think? Do you think that ratings here played a role in this? I mean,
1: um, you know, CNN oh. is way, way off, and he's really destroyed this company. I, I think that's why he didn't fight. What's he going to do? Is he going to walk in there and say, I've done so much for these things? It goes back to like there's two business sayings. First of all, you know, if Tom Brady, was a crack addict, you know what I'm saying? And a serial killer in the evening. <laughs> I think half of the NFL fans would be like, well, you know, he's still winning a lot of Super Bowls. You know what I'm saying? In other words, if you're a winner, you can get away with a lot. If you're a loser, you can get away with nothing. And Zucker has had the, the, the ratings of a loser on him for quite a while. It looks to me like the reason why he stayed around, I can't believe he stayed around in a uh, uh and T type environment, you know what I'm yeah. saying. I think that's one of the reasons he was downgraded A T and But yeah, ratings are awful, and so essentially they found something on him, and he just came out. Oh, I should have told you. I don't care. I'm going to take my 400 million dollars and leave. It's unbelievable. Yeah, you know I'm leaving, and you know he's probably he's probably getting 30 or 40 million walking out the door. And but you know you find out when, when you read it, you find out how horrible this has been. I mean, basically. These two started cheating on their spouses with each other. They both got divorces based on that. Uh, it's all coming out now. The husband's obviously of the woman's allergy talking that essentially she decided that it was over. Zucker has children and he's and he's, you know, and those kids are watching their dad now. And in a way, it's a lot like I don't know what it, it's a lot like Bezos. In other words, you have super powerful guys who essentially decided not to do things. This kind of goes I think it was there was a there was a tech executive who said years and years ago that they made a mistake at Microsoft. Microsoft back in the 90s. I don't remember they had that first big dividend they gave everybody the money. But what 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 but but this guy at Microsoft told me was they had this huge problem that basically everybody once they got rich the idea was well they'll be so secure with money they won't need to Leave. They'll be they'll be free spirits. They'll do what they wanted to do. He said. Basically, we got nothing. What we got was we got selfish behavior because they had fu money. Okay, we got selfish behavior, and then we just had people leaving. And so the thing is, is like here's Jeff Zucker, who's making probably twenty or mid, maybe $15, 20 million dollars a year. Lives the high life, private jet, flies everywhere. You know, you know, basically feted by leaders all over the world. Jeff Zucker flies into Paris. McCron will see him. You know what I'm saying? He's the head of CNN. He flies anywhere in the country. He gets to see anybody he wants to see. Even Tom Brady would probably see him. <laughs> and so the point being is, the point being is, is that he basically became a king and he had a system where he was unaccountable. Whereas it's the one thing I think in a lot of other places he would be held to account. Like I say, with Boeing, could you imagine... Remember, if you remember, they fired the CEO of Boeing because he was having an affair with somebody. Yes,
0: yeah.
1: I remember reading what somebody said in there. They said, "We make planes. We have to have utmost confidence that there's no problem in terms of our integrity." So this guy had to go, and they like that, and they went and got somebody with you know super high integrity, you know, on these things. But I mean, here it is: marriage fell apart. Her marriage fell apart. Yet they kept it secret. I'm not so sure that's the best thing in the world. And I think, I think really also, you have to look all the way through. And if if I would be asking if I was, uh, what's his name? Malone who owns, owns this thing. I wonder if Malone knows, does he know, does he know that his guy, or was he just looking for a reason to get rid of Zucker? I think with his ratings, he was going, yeah, I think with his ratings, the way they are I think it's all over. I think we saw some signals from Discovery that they were not happy. You know, we're going to come in, take over CNN. I, I myself really don't know how CNN recovers from this. Right, I was Um, going to ask about that,
0: about whether or not they can, you know, after spending, it wasn't just the Trump era, it was before that, uh, really just, and I guess, you know, at first they thought it's cheaper, you just, instead of having correspondence around this world and a global network in a neutral stance, uh, you can goose ratings, at least in the short term, by having starkly partisan people Telling progressives what they want to hear. This works on the right too, yeah. and it's cheaper. You have people who are paid little or nothing sitting around opining from Washington, as opposed to collecting news. But it doesn't seem like you can turn that around, even if the Discovery boss has said he wants it to become more of a news organization.
1: Well, I mean, look at look at the organ. Look at look at these people now. I mean, even Fox and MSNBC. You have a major tornado or something like that. They can basically, they basically can't even rally somebody out there. I happen to know, for example, Fox during the tornadoes in the Midwest—that's their country. You know what I'm saying? CNN had one woman standing in front of a pile of rubble for two days, and they couldn't move her because you know they couldn't do any reporting or anything like that. I I think the thing is, is that yeah, they've got themselves into a model now that's kind of interesting. I have a guy that works for me in a Taiwan, and one of his things to do is he always looks on the internet, what's trending. He said, if you go to the CNN, any website on CNN, any website on CNN, any, any of their stories on the CNN YouTube page, when Trump was president, it was Trump 70% of all the stories. I mean, you could have had a story about a badger, and they'd have talked about how Trump had a badger jet coat in college or something like that, <laughs> because essentially, that's where they were getting their views. And my, my belief is, is that they've got themselves in a situation now where there's, the cell phone has changed everything. That's that's always what I say. There's, but nothing has changed news more than the cell phone. Because, you know, for example, today we had that, yesterday we had that tragic shooting in, Brid, in Bridgewater, Virginia. There's no money for the news team to show up there because what, there were 35 or 40 students there with cell phone cameras who want to had the grisly pleasure of taking pictures of policemen's bodies laying on the ground, you know what I'm Mm. saying, with their cell phones. That cell phone goes out, it's bought up by all the little distributors there. What's the value? In other words, it becomes no value very quickly. So, And with opinion now, now you've got Barry Weiss and you've got all these other people. I I think CNN's got a real issue here. But here's my whole argument that I would make to CNN. My argument, the Mark Simon solution for CNN would be this. I would get out there and I would do a I would turn into two things, breaking news and documentaries. That's all I would do. Breaking news and documentaries. Documentaries, crime documentaries, whatever you run, you know, what's her name, Nancy Grace or something like that. I had a guy tell me the most profitable person CNN's ever had working for them is Nancy Grace. Because she she cuts a story on like, you know, the, uh, you know, socialite murdered by, you know, mysterious man. They can run that how many times? It's, it's it lives forever. They can run it a thousand times. And it's it's content and people will watch it. You know, it's, it's they know how to program it. They know how to change. It, and it's just basically her in the studio with a team of maybe 20 people. And it's cheap and it lasts. So if I was CNN, I would do nothing but serious documentaries, not something on climate change every day, but I would be telling stories and I would put it up there and I would have something. And then maybe in your early evening broadcast between 7 and say maybe 11 p.m., I would have a news show. I would have news shows, but I would not worry about winning the shows. I would have something like on the lines of the old 2020 where they hit and they go and they go and they go. I I don't think... The model that they're looking for is going to happen again. In other words, Don Lemon's gone. He should be gone. Anderson Cooper probably can stay around. He's a serious enough newsman. I think he can make the adjustment. I think you'll see a few others make the adjustment. No problem over there. They've got some good, very good news people. But I think a lot of people, you know, the days of Jim Acosta standing there telling us how he has PTSD because he argued with a 75-year-old real estate developer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think those times right. are gone. Right, but I think, but I, I think, but I think, really, from from an investment point of view, I would not put a wooden nickel into Discovery Networks until I found out what the hell is going on over there. Because let me tell you something: if they've got that problem in their news division, God knows what's going on in the animation division. You know, they're probably all dressed up as Fluffies running around all over the place over there. <laughs> like Seriously, it's ne- it never stops. I mean, I've been a manager Truly for a long time. Thought. You you go to a hotel, you go to a hotel, and you have problems in your kitchen. I promise you, you'll have problems in your F and B. You have problems in your front desk. I promise, promise you'll have problems in the in your front desk. It'll spill out into the captain's area and stuff like that. Always does. It it people see bad behavior, the bad people are attracted to it, and they show up. I I just find it. I just, I just find it. I mean, it's kind of like when I saw Bezos the other day in St. Bart with his girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm glad he's buff. He's 57 <laughs> years old. I'm glad you're buff. It seems to be wasted muscle to me. Cause I mean, I was an athlete and then with the military, the reason why you had muscle was to do something with it other than walk <laughs> around the beach. You know, there was a, there was a reason behind it. And, and the thing is, is like, but you know, he's out there, he's the leader of the Washington post. And he's playing grab ass with his girlfriend on St. Bart's, knowing everybody's around there. And then he goes back to the Washington Post and he asks people to be, you know, I hate to say it. I mean, the Graham family was boring, but at least there was some dignity to him. Yeah. I, but I, I, I have to tell you, that's the whole thing here. I know so many great journalists at CNN, and I am going to have so much fun torturing them with this. <laughs> <You> know, <it's, laughs> I'm well, sorry. It's in. But I think there's a major change coming. I think, I think inside there, Malone's a serious guy, just like Murdoch's a serious guy. I, don't, I think Murdoch really had no—I know people who know Murdoch. He didn't know how bad it was with some of these guys because Roger Ailes just basically hushed it all up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, okay, so we'll wait and see who gets basically appointed to replace um, Zucker, if it's permanent, if it's temporary, and if— you know. If and it's she needs to go. If she's not fired, person. it's a problem. Yeah. Right. Right. All right. Well, sticking with uh, uh, interesting developments in the media, Spotify, uh, on which you might be listening to this podcast, is the subject of a boycott effort by washed up singers no one has heard of in decades. They're mad at Spotify uh, for having a one hundred million dollar contract with Joe Rogan for his wildly popular podcast podcast. First, Neil Young told Spotify to remove his music. Uh, Then Joni Mitchell, uh, an even more obscure aging hippie from the 70s, followed suit. And of course, no woke effort by elitist snobs to censor someone would be complete without Prince Harry and his hideous wife, Meghan Markle. They have a $25 million with Spotify. And despite producing very few podcasts, maybe only one, I was was trying to to get a handle on that earlier, uh, they aren't giving up the money but they are expressing deep concern about Rogan. You know, um, it's still apparently okay, despite, I think, the beginning of a backlash against woke that we saw in the Virginia elections, and I think is is one, I mean, that plus inflation in the economy is one of the few things driving good Republican numbers ahead of this November's elections. It's certainly not any awesome work being done by uh, McConnell and his counterpart in the House. Um, yeah. But it's still okay for everyone. We're all in fit. world. We just love censorship, and, and these artists who should be, um, frankly, much more tolerant of diverse points of view than politicians and oh, they're uh, not. others. They're you the know, worst. They seem to be the worst. The worst. Yeah. Uh, well, Spotify hasn't
1: given in here. What do you think is behind that? Uh I think. He, he, let me just give my take on it. I think Rogan's out there. I think the fact if you sit around and get high and you you know smoke cigars and you drink, you're going to say stupid stuff on a three hour podcast. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. After after thirty minutes, you and I get concerned about each other. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we really want to go. For, we really want to go for three hours having drinks. You know what I'm saying that's not going to work. Right. Um, and and so the point is, I think that's part of it. I think I think that's your shtick. I think one day he's talking to MMA wrestlers. You know, I was watching some MMA this week and I go, I know that voice. And it's like it's Joe Rogan. You know, he's broadcasting from the MMA, flies down there on a private jet or LA and flies back. Look, I think Rogan's basically a decent guy. I think he's a guy from the left, so it's kind of amusing to watch him get, you know what I'm saying, because he always has to pretend he's from the left because that's how his that's how his things goes. Um, I think he, he really does, you know, he's all like, well, you know, I'm this and that and all these things. But at the end of the day, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's a white Italian guy or whatever he is, uh, Irish or something like that from Boston. And that's how they'll treat him, um, especially if he's not going to carry their water. Um, I think he has a good podcast. I like a lot of it. You know what I'm saying? It's three hours. It's a long time. You can never do it all at once. But here's the point. The fact of the matter is he's perceived now by a lot of people to have, basically bowed. And I wonder if he survives that because I think now his problem is not Neil Young and all these other people. His problem is the social justice warriors inside an organization like Spotify, you know, who basically you're going to see, I told you so, I told you so, I told you he's a bad guy. The other question too is, do you end up like Black Rifle Coffee? I don't know if you know, remember what happened with them. Um, with Black Rifle Coffee, they basically, after the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, they basically condemned Kyle Rittenhouse. They've lost a lot of ground, and they're really having to wave that flag now. We're veterans. We did this. We did that. And people are like, "Going, yeah," but when it came out down to it, you basically walked away from us. And I have a couple of friends who won't buy Black, you know, Black Rifle Coffee anymore. I used to buy it. I don't buy it anymore. You know, because I I mm-hmm. I, I was buying it because I thought, okay, these guys are trying to do something, and then it turns out. You know, I might as well just stay with Nespresso. The Italians have better coffee anyway. But the thing is, is that, you know, but <laughs> but the point is, like, I just think that, I think that Rogan, Spotify's lost billions of dollars, and it had nothing really to do with Rogan. That that was old. You know, I think they were overvalued a little bit. But the fact of the matter is, you lose $4 billion, and it happens to be in the week you blow it, you're going to wear part of it. So I don't, I don't know what happens. I don't think this is over with Rogan yet. Not because of more stars, second, I mean, not even stars. I mean, Neil Young is one of these guys where they said, Neil Young, go, oh, he's still alive. I didn't know he's still alive, you know? Right,
0: that's what I said, yeah. And, what you know, I, said, Ari, yeah.
1: I even mm-hmm. forgot who she was, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, Niles Lofkin, I didn't know he played with Bruce Springsteen. I, I mean, in other words, these are all people who they, right. they're getting phone calls from all the activists, and that's what they do. You know, I, I, had this happen at, 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 a, at, a business I was at, I was, I was running, I was overseeing a business and we're out in the consumer market with this business. And we basically had bought programmatic advertising and our know, programmatic advertising for these parts that people buy for their trucks. Guess, guess what a great channel for that was. It was Rush Limbaugh. Great channel was Rush uh-huh. Limbaugh for that, for that. Cause you know, you buy guys who drive the trucks and all that stuff and All of a sudden, I started getting phone calls because my name was on the board. You know what I'm saying? I got in phone calls. You know, we're trying to get you to boycott this and boycott that and boycott this. Well, the problem with this company is it's not really a public company, okay? It's basically, it's a private company, private equity. The guy who owns basically 60% of it. Uh, is a till of the Hun in his politics, you know what I'm saying In other words, he probably thought they were buying Rush Limbaugh on purpose but no it was actually just a programmatic buy. in other words, it showed up. So they wrote back to these people and say it's really nice that's it and then of course those people are not satisfied they came back again. We're gonna boycott your products and this guys really. Do you own one and a half ton trucks and Ford, and any you know a Ford right. to Ford 250s <laughs> and above because if you do, then I'll talk to you, but if you don't, you know what I'm saying, and 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 that's but the thing is, and and what happens is Neil Young all of a sudden gets a chance to be relevant again. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, Neil Young probably walks around Florida. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I used to be Neil Young. Oh, okay, cool. You know, here's some crazy guy who thought he was in a rock band. You know, I mean, so that's that's my point. My point is really is that this is 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 that this is meaningless in the big sphere of things. But Joe Rogan blew it. Yep. He shouldn't have apologized. What he could have said was, hey, don't take it out on Spotify, okay? If you're mad at me, mad at me. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll do better. Send me some notes. Tell me what I can do. I'm not looking to start a war with people. I say stuff, but I'm not going to back off of it. I don't think we did anything wrong. And, and I think that was his intention. When I watched his nine-minute thing, I saw a guy trying to get Spotify off the hook, and he didn't do a very good job of it.
0: Right. It's uh, yeah, it's always uh, when people start apologizing to the left, it's it's there, no apology is ever, ever sufficient. It just encourages oh. them to causes problems. Um, but I think you know here's uh, we'll see how this plays out, but I wouldn't um, buy Spotify. For Spotify. If anybody's
1: looking for a share price. Wouldn't, I wouldn't buy it. Yeah. I wouldn't um, touch
0: it's, it. it. It's vastly overpriced, I think yeah, like yeah it really of, is. Uh, but, but, I'm, of, but, quote but unquote the thing is, is like, right now. what
1: if they do blow it? I mean you you're not dealing with the most talented people in the world here. Spotify is basically, you know, it's ten-year-old technology that somebody marketed well. Yeah. So the people who are yeah. running that That's thing, they is. could blow it. I mean, I've heard this CEO does not inspire confidence in me. You know, we're going to have trigger warnings. He, you know, he's giving away the shop, and so all the all the all the staff, all the people now, you know, probably their share options are underwater now after all of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So they're not going to be happy people. Mm-hmm. They're going to have internal. I think you're going to see a series of bad decisions coming out of there. My prediction is Rogan's gone in a year. I think he's gone. There's no way he can't. Once, once. I mean, I've been inside media organizations or companies like this. The problem they have is there's no set product coming out. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a Boeing seven forty seven. It's not like a hotel. It's not like a building where there's a set product. The product can be developed all the way at the end. So the people are the product at the end. They can shape it the way they want to shape it. So right now, the social justice warriors are saying, "Oh, we should get Pod Save America, and we should get all those guys, and we'll lead with them, because that's where the young people are." Right? You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, just if, yeah, if if in the future they want to shift to a model where people are actually paying for these things, which I think is the future. I think if I was Rogan,
1: I'd leave people. tomorrow. I mean. Look, it's like it's I hate Mm -hmm. to say it. It's 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 like Hannity. I don't like I I can't even watch Hannity that much. You know, but if you watch if you look at Hannity, Hannity's like, look, I got my radio station. I got my Fox TV show. I'm selling bad books. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, (laughs) and, and guess what? I don't need that many more people. You know, Sean Hannity's got what an audience of 20, 25 million people in America, probably. That's his total.
0: For the radio. For everything. Oh, In other really words, words,
1: there's 20, say, 20 yeah. 25 million people bigger. who will yeah. watch Sean Hannity. The rest of the country doesn't, but 20, 25 million people, let me tell you something, that's enough to have an advertising base.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he could go around all of these distributors too. And it's, it's pretty easy to. Sell, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing with Rogan TV too. too is, you know, know Ro- Rogan, Rogan can
1: go off and do just like Dave Chappelle. And so I, cause he's a comedian. Comedians are uncancelable. You, I mean, what do you do? You, you, you nail Joe Rogan. He shows up on another platform, running his own thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. His 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 people follow him over there. Of course, YouTube or somebody else will put him up there. He people will find him, and he goes around and he promotes himself a little bit harder. You know what I'm saying? He works a little bit harder, but he still he still shows up in Minneapolis and fills 5,000 people out at 30 bucks a pop. Okay, so 5,000 people. Uh-huh you know, 30 bucks a pop and the venue takes 50 grand guy walks, you know, his cost guy walks out for one night. He makes 90,000 us dollars and he can do that 40 times a year. You know what I'm saying? He's uncancelable. You right. can't, you can't stop a guy like that. It's like Chappelle. Chappelle's figured that out too. The trend, the transit, the trans, the trans yes. community well, can't get him
0: or Barry Weiss. On yeah. Some stuff they stuff. not well. they can't, they can't get him. Um, Right. All right, flipping to the left, same type of story, though. ABC News said that it's going to suspend Whoopi Goldberg from The View over her comments about the Holocaust. She said it was the Holocaust was not about race, but rather about man's inhumanity to man. She later added this is white people doing it to white people. So y'all going to fight amongst yourself. Goldberg apologized repeatedly on multiple shows. Uh, In an internal memo, an ABC News executive wrote, These decisions are never easy, but necessary. Just last week, I noted the culture at ABC News is one that is driven, kind, inclusive, respectful, and transparent. Whoopi's comments do not align with those values. I just, I hate it when corporations talk about their values. Um, You know, before we get, first of all, before we get to the heart of this issue and whether or not Whoopi should be canceled or temporarily canceled, Whoever knew that the View was part of ABC News? Division? Yeah, I did I know mean, that.
1: I did know. I <laughs> it just I, blows I did my know mind, that. and that's what's protected them for so long. There was actually an article. I think it was in Radar or something or Deadline a while back. Why does Why doesn't Why does the View get canceled? And it's how they sell them to advertisers too. It's how advertisers justify being on there. They're part of the news division. Yeah, there's, it's it's like the talk thing because the View <laughs> was supposed to be talk. You know, it's something like the.
0: That's right. It Started out with light, daytime, gathering up stuff, and then it became this
1: bitter, ruthless. It's just elevated. You look. I I have. A, um, I'm Syrian. Um, my father was, you know, a Syrian Christian. Um, I have seen anti-Semitism around me my whole life because I did have, we did have family members, you know, who were Lebanese, you know, there's a lot of people in Syria and Lebanon who blame Israel for a lot of the problems they have. Now, my family was actually, uh, we had the problem before that it was called the Ottoman empire. You know what I'm saying? So that was, we had to get out (laughs) because of them. But, um, but the thing is, (laughs) is that I've seen it and I know how ugly it is. And I, it's not that It's just, I know where it turns. In other words, people just, they, you know, it's coming from someplace so dark and so evil because it's really about jealousy. It's really about, I mean, does Whoopi believe these things? They control the weather and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's really, it's really, and unfortunately, she basically mentioned some things and the way she came at it is the way we've seen anti-Semitism come out of the African-American community before. So I, I don't really have much time for her. I don't think there's anything there. She's 66 years old. Um, if there's anybody who really deserves to be fired, this is a great opportunity for a manager to make a statement. That's what I keep seeing here. I keep seeing the these are easy decisions. These are such easy decisions. Well, you know, it's a tough decision. No, it's not. She basically ridiculed the gen- a genocide. You know what I'm saying? She basically made fun of something that we knew – was so horrible and so awful. You know, Um, I had, I had a, I had a, we had a, I'd say he's an uncle who liberated the camps and he never talked about it, never talked about it at all, but he liberated two camps and then he hunted Nazis, um, you know, um, that then, and had another uncle who hunted Japanese war criminals. And when you're doing it, you're having to find out what they did. And, you know, it's, it's so dark. And what happened to the Jewish people is so dark. You know, uh, I mean, I, I, I think like I tell somebody, I, I, I don't know what to what's the other option, but not getting rid of her. And what's the, and, and, and ABC, you're right. They don't they don't have the type of environment that you uh, that you would expect there. But I mean, look, they do have a very strong lineage um, into the entertainment community. And The entertainment community probably and the news division is probably not real tolerant of that stuff. And if Whoopi Goldberg is going to run around, it's time for Whoopi to retire. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Yeah, the whole show. I mean, this it drives me nuts a lot of times on Fox's website. This is more of when Meghan McCain, who I didn't like, was still there and a token conservative on the show where the view was, uh, you know, uh, so they would recap the arguments. They would, and I'm like, I just don't care. And I don't understand why this is being elevated, but, you know, I guess maybe it rates well. Um, well, it's, I, it's
1: it's actually, it's, believe uh, again, it or not, it's local news. Brand. And you know why it's local news? Because it's in the TV in your house watching it. And, and and it's one of the things. All people care about is local news. So what you do is you make all news local. You localize it. In other words, hmm. you know, you, you, you bring it with a news subject that happens at an ABC at seven o'clock in San Francisco today, that happens. Watch how they present that argument on the, on the view. Watch how they present that argument on Fox. They take this remote thing that nobody would have ever heard about 25 years ago and they bring it down like, isn't it disgusting? I mean, if I'm sitting here in New Jersey, isn't it disgusting in San Francisco that they're teaching kids this, this, and this? And it's like, I live in New Jersey, they're in San Francisco. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? In other words, do what you want to do. But the way they present it is is like they're teaching our children. No, I'm in New Jersey. My children are here in San Francisco. Their children are there. But if if you're a smart news producer, you know know how to do that. You know what I'm saying? In other words, they take every story and they make it a local story. So, yeah, I fully get what The View did. I understand why The View is wildly successful. And I understand that Fox is always trying to look for these non-intellectual fights, to be honest with you. You know, and I I just I, 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 I myself, I have to be honest with you. I do not want to say that cable news is past its due date. But I do do think that these shows, whether it's Tucker, whether it's all these other people, what people are recognizing is, and this is why I think Joe Rogan's attack so much, Rogan gets 11 to 17 million people sometimes on a regular basis over the course of two weeks who listen to at least part of his podcast, every podcast. This guy Malone is up around 50 million views, I think, was on 50 million views or something like that? You know, different people watched it. So the fact of the matter is, is that, Compare Joe Rogan, arts like Rush Limbaugh, to somebody who has three or four million. You know what I'm saying? It just, it just doesn't, it just doesn't happen, Mm -hmm. and and anymore.
0: Doesn't compete. Well, on that same topic of of cable news, so Rachel Maddow, the chief Harry Potter over at MSNBC, is taking a hiatus from her show. Uh, Until April, supposedly to work on a new podcast and perhaps to help with a movie about Vice President Spirial Agnew. I suspect this is an effort to smear Donald Trump through association. She said change is good. The change is absolutely terrifying. But in this case, it's good. She's she's Um, leaving. You know, MSNBC she's leaving you think that's the beginning of the end and does that really
1: screw msnbc or is this still oh sort of i think the it's flagship the flagship don't don't place ever for I, progressive mean, look, to go. I i think i yeah. think with fox news i think the, the what fox what matters at fox news is rupert murdoch it's just like at apple daily what mattered is jimmy Lai. what matters at the new york times is is the family there what matters is the owners the owner mm-hmm. the owner is the one at least as long as they're cognizant you know what i'm saying they're the ones who hold they're the ones right. who hold the Hold hold the feet to the fire. It's the reason why Spotify and some of these other guys, and CNN went crazy. AT and they're all a bunch of corporatists. They're scared of the news division. You know, you've got senior vice presidents at AT and T coming home, and I go, Oh my God, I met Anderson Cooper. You know, you know, big deal. That doesn't happen. You know, and I think the thing is, is that the the, the, the key is what we're learning here is families matter. Der Spiegel, the Germans, the fam, the woman, they matter. These people matter because they basically enforce what they want to enforce. And I like to use the word enforce. In other words, it does. Your work is, you have freedom of speech. Go set up a blog down the street or hold a sign in the middle of the road. I don't care, but you don't get to do it on my network or my, my in my newspaper. You know, our, our famous publisher at Apple Daily when people used to complain, he goes, I got a solution for you. Go out, raise 30 million US dollars and start yourself a newspaper. Then you can criticize us. Otherwise, send us a letter from your lawyer so we don't want to hear from you. But the point being is, and I, and I think that's, I think that's the way. But the point being is, I really think that, uh, Maddow is. I actually think she is a big fish for them. But just like O'Reilly left, just like Rush Lim, mm-hmm. somebody will yep. fill her shoes. Um, I think they're going to have a problem with this guy. What's his name? Meta, the guy who basically was talking about. Uh, who you know had this 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 uh, this this criticism of uh, Did you see him recently? That guy, yeah, so. go, go look at it. He's one of the MSNBC guys who's always on there, and basically they dug up footage from him. Who so they say, well, it's old footage. You go, well, it's only about twelve years old. You know, when he was bashing bashing everybody. You know, what I'm saying Jews and everybody else. So I don't know if he survives either. Maybe this is a good chance for them to clean house there a little bit. She's an expensive nut. I mean, she's 30 million bucks, 25 or 30 million bucks a year, you know, all in. And, and how yeah. much has she made? She's been around 20 years. So what's she worth? Three or four hundred yeah. million yeah, dollars. You know, even if she's a bad investor, she's probably That's worth amazing. five, four, or five, three, four. At that point in time, you wake up in the morning. You know, it's one of the reasons I like Ellen DeGeneva. She's really funny about it. She goes, well, I don't even think about money. Why would I think about money? She goes, just that. she goes, I could buy a cup of coffee for $1,000. And it. Wouldn't. she goes, when I found out about it, it would bother me. But she goes, it wouldn't stop me if somebody said, you know, there's a 1000 She says, I don't waste money, but by the same token. So she doesn't need any money. She's at a stage now in her life where probably, you know, it's a hard show she does. That's a 10-hour, 12-hour day every day. You know, you got to get up. You got to go in if you're going to yeah. do a good job. And I think it just wears you down. So why not? I mean, she's probably in her 50s now. Yeah. Why not retire? Oh, God damn. bless her. I've I've dealt with her a couple of times and my right wing friends don't like to hear this. She's actually very nice. You know, she's actually very, very oh, nice. Like Lawrence O'Donnell, on the other hand, is a prick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, it I, was on, that, I, I met yeah. the guy and I told somebody I, I felt I felt like I felt like the fat kid brought up in the front of the room to be ridiculed. He he looked me up and down, <laughs> and he goes, where are you from? Because I'm from Hong Kong. He goes, oh. And he turned around and walked away. And you saw the people who worked for him, you know what I'm saying? And they're like, they're trying to get something from me, you know what I'm saying, for free. They're trying to get some animation out of us. And he just walked away. Keith Oberman, hard to say. He was polite, business-like. He moved through there. But she was really... She was really nice. Well. well, I mean, he wasn't, I wouldn't say warm, he was warm and funny. She was really, it's like John Stewart. I met John <laughs> Stewart a couple of times that we were doing stuff. I, people, I know people want you to say bad things in my world, but he was a really nice guy. And, you know, he, he and, and you yeah, can I believe it. that. I mean, he's just, he's a decent guy. And, um, I, I that, that's my thing about Rachel Maddow. You, you know who people hate to hear this about too, is Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity is known as a very nice and decent guy. you know he's he's he, he's always polite, he remembers people's birthdays. he gets mad at his assistant when he doesn't remember their birthdays. I've heard a lot of good things about him. I, and I've met him and I met him and you know we joked around a little bit and we were standing there and Cardinal Dolan came over at this one event we were at and you know started you know makes the fat jokes and we move around and Hannity said he always does that, doesn't he I go, yeah, and we talked for a couple of minutes and then it was very nice and very nice. I think people, you know, you, you, you do, you can kind of tell their, 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 their demeanor and who they are. And I, I think, I think it's actually refreshing. So I'm happy to see Rachel vote, but does it hurt MSNBC? Nah, they'll move on. They'll find somebody else yeah. in there as long as they yeah. make the arguments that the left does. And MSNBC, in fairness to them, they make a better left wing argument than CNN.
0: Yeah, it's more yeah. poppy, colorful with it. It's not these sour people who look like their puppy. just Yeah, there's not, there's not, I mean, there's not um, the hatred. Who, I, mean, I the, mean, when
1: there was yeah. Trump, there was the hatred. But I mean, you know, also, I just don't know what, what, what does Matt out accomplish anymore in life? You know what I'm saying? I'm still wait. I'm still waiting for Anderson right. Cooper. Because right, 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 right. money, money ain't his thing either. Yeah. Well, hey. He, he was rich yeah,
0: when he got there, yeah. right?
1: Vanderbilt. On that. But here's my takeaway if you can get for it. the day. My takeaway is this if you're looking to invest in media companies, look at the ownership, look at who's there and who's doing their job. Right now, we have questions about the Discovery Channel because we don't know what's happening with the ownership there. When did they know it? What are they doing about it? Or was this a plot just to get rid of him? Maybe that's a good sign. Wall Street Journal, I mean, News Corp, Fox new york times they seem to have a pretty good idea of what they're doing gannett some of these guys i would look at some of these companies maybe even viacom because uh what's his name is is gone now out of it mm-hmm. fredstone and so Redstone. his so daughter sherry doing, is daughter running it. And running she joint, seems right? to have a pretty good
0: uh-huh. thing
1: and disney seems to have a pretty good a pretty good handle on things too in other words it's a disney-run organization I don't know if you. I don't know if you'd ever buy Disney yeah. because of news media. I don't think that would be a good buy there. But if you're looking for exposure to news media and things like that, I think it has to come down to. I, I think the digital guys. My personal belief is just no, but I think the real news organizations are are, are some some somewhat there. It's going to be interesting to see what happens when Bloomberg goes because they're going to they'll have to go public. There's no way the daughter can run it, you know. You, you can't run that. So they'll have to go public there. And she'll want to go public, too, to get the money. Right, right.
0: All right. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode of Simon & White. And tune in again. We'll be back with another episode and another list of who are jerks in the media industry. <laughs> uh, again, real soon. Thanks.